Sunday poor. Sorry, no theme song tonight. A little bit of a different uh, episode. I am riding solo. My co-host had a prior engagement. And uh, normally we would just hold off tomorrow and give you an abbreviated NFL pick show, which we are going to do. But I wanted to get on here and give uh, my wild card picks. I have a lot of those wild card picks. Um, so let's get them in before the buzzer. First game's at noon tomorrow. By the way, awesome start time. If you have a desk job or any job where you could at least put on the radio, have a tablet going, uh, that is going to make your Friday, uh, at least afternoon, fly by. Because Friday does get a little... Friday gets let off the hook. The whole TGIF. You know, TGIF, it's like 5 p.m. TGIF. 2.30 on a Friday still sucks. So now... You know, you go in at 9, you go in at 8, whatever. Boom, noon, Cleveland, Tampa. Progressive field. Uh, so you got your Cleveland hosting Tampa tomorrow at noon. That's on ESPN. And then what do we got? Oh, the best fans in baseball will be hosting the Phillies at 2. I think I have that right. Uh, and then 4 o'clock, awesome pitching matchup. Manoa up in Toronto against Castillo. Big deadline acquisition. And then the main event, uh, is this 8 o'clock? 7.37? Somewhere between 7 and 8. Uh, that sounds right. Padres going across the country to uh, City Field. Friday night under the bright lights. Um, like I said, my plan was to do football picks tonight too, but we're gonna we were able to find some common ground. So to Friday night, like let's say six, seven o'clock, those will drop. Uh, but wanted to get these in. Uh, so we're going all baseball. Um, may as well go chronological order. Uh, we'll start with the first series that is being played tomorrow. Uh, Rays Guardians. I can't talk about enough how much I love the noon start. Very March Madness feel to it, you know, because all the games are going to bleed into each other somewhat. So that's cool. Uh, you know, this game will still be going on when Car- the Cardinals series starts. Cardinals will still be going on when Blue Jays starts. So I love that. Uh, and listen, I hate the playoff format talk back in when it was announced in March, whenever it was, April, February. Talked about how I hated the uh, adding of the playoff teams, you know, turning into the NBA, turning into the NHL. Uh, I hate the fact that the division winner has to play this round. You know, Cleveland and St. Louis, I know they were in a little bit weaker divisions, but you win your division, you shouldn't be, you know, putting a crapshoot against the Phillies and, you know, Tampa, teams that are, you know, the sixth best teams in your uh, in the league. But with that said... The time for complaining was February through September 30th. It's October now. You got to embrace it. Uh, we all hate, the, most of us hate the format. You know, the division winners being done dirty, but it's not the time for that. Let's embrace it and just, you know, you overdose on baseball these next three days. Hopefully you get long series. Hopefully you get wall-to-wall every day. You get some game threes in a football Sunday. Um, so Rays Guardians. It looks like it's going to be, I, I was not able to find much on these pitching matchups, so I'm, I'm kind of winging it, but hey, you got to make predictions now. Uh, Bieber McClanahan, it looks like game one, and then Glassnell McKenzie, game two, and then Cal Quantrill versus probably an opener and, uh, you know, 15 different relievers, let's say. Um, I'm taking Tampa here. I, 
I'm going to take them in three. Uh, I, you know, I think they win one. I think they win game one. I think they lose two. And then the Black Magic, you know, 20 different pitchers. The Proud Boys will all come out. All the guys who were anti-Pride uh, Month, Pride Day, whatever it was. Those guys will come out and they'll win some 3-1 to one bullshit game. Uh, I think they'll steal game three. Cal Quantrill, did I mention that, is going? I don't, I don't know how much uh, confidence you have in him. Uh, so the Rays, for, for, you, for a few different reasons, I like the Rays. Played in a tougher division all year. You know, AL East was, AL East was tough. Yankees were very Jekyll and Hyde, but you got to play the Yankees 19 times. That's not easy. Blue Jays 19 times. How many times did they play them? In September, there was like nine, eight, nine games in September. So that was a heavyweight uh, fight between those two teams down the stretch. Um, and even the Orioles showed you signs of life. They had a winning record, right? And the last place Red Sox, you know, fuck them. But uh, playoff caliber lineup, at least. Pitching, you know, not so much. Nick Pavetta. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, another reason Rays have lived... In the playoffs here. It's crazy to say. Someone who grew up. First of all. The team didn't exist. When I was like seven years old. And they come around in what. 98. 99. I'm in junior high. And they're a laughing stock for a while. They made that one world series in 08. And then. You know. They remained pretty good. You know. Turned into like the analytical darlings. Kind of what Billy Bean wishes the A's were. And. Now they've been in the. They've been in the playoffs. Four straight years now. You know, a couple early round exits. Boston last year upset them. Houston beat them a couple years ago, and then you know they were uh, they lost the World Series to uh, the Dodgers. Um, so a lot of you know a lot of guys. It's crazy, as crazy as it sounds to sound to say the Rays have uh, playoff pedigree, but you know they have they have a bunch of guys who have been here. Um, and the in the Guardians, I'm going to try and make it through the whole podcast saying Guardians. It's it's not easy. Um, it's like my grandfather used to say Baltimore with the Colts growing up. Uh, Guardians don't have as many uh, carryovers from their postseason runs a few years ago. You know, the World Series was already six years ago, right? 16 when they lost to the Cubs. You know, Lindor's gone. A lot of those guys are gone. You know, Cookie Carrasco, Kluber's gone. Uh, who's the closer? Cody Allen. Like, it's a lot. You know, Jose Ramirez is still there. But, you know, Shane Bieber wasn't there, I don't think. Um, you know, this kid McKenzie wasn't there. These other, these other, uh, guy, um, Fran Mill race is gone now. I'm drawing blanks. Of course, uh, Miles Straw his and his 185 average. He wasn't there. So not as many carryovers as you think. Uh, and the last one, this one may be a little unfair, but it's the number one thing that sticks out in my brain and why I'm picking Tampa. It's a minute sample size, but last time I saw Shane Beaver and Shane Beaver, Oregon State. Uh, last time I saw Shane Bieber in a big playoff game, and it was the only playoff game he's ever been in. This is which is why it's a little unfair. Yankees bombed him. That was the COVID year. That was the when eight teams made it, and you know uh, the Yankees had to go to Cleveland and play similar same format three game series. Bieber got crushed, gave up a million runs. They knocked him out in like the fourth inning, fifth inning. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's one start, but I can't, 
my brain, like I have a stupid brain, I see that guy screw up once in October. I'm like, he's not a big game pitcher. So maybe Tampa's got something going there. Maybe they have the, uh, the uh, pitching advantage. They definitely have the advantage at the end of games. This kid, Cla- Classe, Clace, I don't know how you even say his name. He was a monster in fantasy all year. Um, so I, I know I'd probably just put the whammy on Tampa. I mean, fuck him if I did. Bieber's going to go out there and have a Koufax like run. He'll probably beat us in the second round, go to the World Series, beating Houston. But I got to see it from Bieber. Uh, his, his one and only playoff uh, start was not good. So uh, let's see. I'm going to take the Rays in three. I, did I already say that? I'm going to take them to win the first game. I think they get tripped up in game two. And then game three, I think, who knows, openers, whatever. Uh, next up, Cards Fills. This will be 2 o'clock on Friday. And then I think they play night games Saturday and Sunday. I probably should have wrote that down. Uh, so it's strange here because you look on paper, uh, at least at the, the pitching matchups, and, I mean, I love the one-two punch of Wheeler and Nola for Philly. And the card starting pitching, you know, not as prevalent as it has been in years past. But... Uh, I'm taking I'm taking the Cardinals to sweep because again stupid brain baseball brain tells me I associate I associate the Cardinals with winning in October and I associate the Phillies with I mean never even really being here when, you know when I'm a kid I barely remember '93 Joe Carter Mitch Williams and then after that they really only had that one little stretch right in uh, from '08 to 2011, 2012, like they had like a four or five year window there. Uh, you know, the, the ironic thing was they won the series with Hamels in 08. He was their ace. Then they became like a super team. They brought in Cliff Lee and then Cliff Lee left and came back because they, they traded him to Texas or he went to, te- I don't remember. He went to Texas for a year and then came back. I remember Lee beating us in the playoffs. Um, and they brought in Halliday. And they were like the Warriors. It was, uh, who, how are you going to, Hamels is your three, Halliday and Lee, one, two. And uh, they never got to a series with Halliday. I know that. They lost LCS to the Giants. They lost to the, actually they lost to the Cardinals. I think Matt Carpenter shut them out in Philly, 20, we'll say 11. Uh, 09, obviously they lose to the Yankees. That was their best chance to, to get back there and win. Um, Lee was on that team. He was a, I think he won both games he started. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they, they kind of missed their window to become a dynasty. And, uh, I mean, that's all you have. They haven't been back to the playoffs. I think it's 11 years. I think I saw. So yeah, it's been 2011 then. Um, I, there's something broken with Philly. You know, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. You know, Girardi obviously ruffled feathers there. Players didn't like them. Young guys hated them. Um, you know, Harper m- made some comments publicly. You know, it'd be nice to him to show up in a big game for once. He hasn't had a big hit in October, you know, since he was a national, as a, like a rookie. Um, something, something was wrong there. Because you look at them on paper, Wheeler and Nola won too. That's awesome. That's a, that's a great one too. And then, you know, good lineup. You should be able to navigate, uh, you know, through that. It's a tough division, but you should be able to navigate your way to 90 wins. Um I don't even know how much they won. 87, 86? I have no idea. Uh, so I had something's broken in Philly. And then I look at the Cardinals. I don't 
I was surprised. I mean, not that I'm following the Cardinals on a day-to-day basis, but I uh, they're starting Quintana and Mikolas in games one and two, I guess. I was a little uh, surprised by that, but then I looked at the numbers, and I guess those guys have been their two best starters. Uh, but you know, I know I'm picking them to win in, in two in a sweep. But if, if this does go to a game three, I don't know if they've announced the starter yet. I don't care how old he is. I like Wainwright in a big spot. I'll take I'll take Wainwright. I mean, I'll take Wainwright right now in the Yankees pitching. You know, game game two in a series. 40 years old. I don't care. And uh, I've always weirdly trusted Montgomery if they go that route in, uh, in game three, if it gets that far. Uh, he, he, Flair, uh, Flaherty. Um, Montgomery um, did pitch a hell of a game uh, in the COVID year against the Rays game four, I think that was. It was five innings, but still. Um, and then I don't know the deal. I don't know the deal with Flaherty because he's been injured most of the year. I don't know if he's in the postseason plans, if he's a bullpen guy or what. Um, and I, I, I feel like Yachty, you know, the, the three guys that are retiring, Yachty, Pujols, and Wainwright, I think they're going to make a little noise here. I don't know if they, I don't know, I, I'll pick them to advance around. I don't know if they're going to beat Atlanta. It seems like a, that seems like a tall task, but uh, I think they keep their careers alive for at least another week. Um, all right, third series. This one's intriguing. This is, uh, I think it's intriguing just because, a couple reasons. Uh, number one, the, the pitching matchup in game one. Manoa, who's been the ace all year, struggled a little bit down the stretch, I guess. Wasn't as good as he was the first half. But, you know, he's got ace numbers. And obviously Castillo, who they got at the trade deadline. Uh, that adds a little bit of intrigue to it. Good, good. You like a good game one matchup. I think the other thing is, the playoff drought with Seattle. I mean, 2001. It's 21 years ago. I was a sophomore in high school. The last time the Mariners played in a postseason game, lost in five to the Yanks. Shout out uh, Arthur Rhodes. It's a ray of sunshine every time. Every time those bullpen doors opened in a big game, you saw Arthur Rhodes coming out. It was like Moses parting the Red Sea. Ah. Uh, Shout out uh, Ichiro. That was, that was that's how long ago Ichiro's rookie season. Okay, he won the MVP, Rookie of the Year. They won. They set the American League record, 116 games, and that was the only time Ichiro went to the playoffs as a Mariner until he went to the Yankees. That's how long ago that was. I mean, was Jay Buhner on that team? I think Edgar was still on that team. A-Rod was gone because that was the running joke. A-Rod leaves and they win a million games. He goes to Texas. Um, well, David Bell was on that team, I want to say. The manager, current manager of the Reds. He's always bitching and moaning. Uh, Suzaki, they had the dude at, at the end of the uh, games. Closer. Uh, Aaron Seeley because we knocked him around. Jamie Moyer, soft-tossing lefty. Uh... Oh, um, you want to talk about where Asterix should go? Brett Boone was on that team. Go look at go look at some of Brett Boone's years, like in the in the early two thousands. He put together a three year stretch. You you he put like pools. It was like him and pools in oh one to oh three. That's how that's how good Brett Boone was. Serial steroid user. Um, got off track. With, oh, 
I'm picking uh, this one. I struggled with. I, I think I'm picking the Mariners in a in a long one, three gamer. I struggled with I struggled with picking this one. It's a little bit of a pick with my heart, um, just because I, I hate the Blue Jays and I feel like the Mariners kind of with this playoff drought, like that Cal Rally home run. Is that how you say his name? Rally, like North Carolina. Uh, that's, uh, that home run was cool. That woke me up off the couch on Saturday night. Dave Sims, great call. Uh, and, and I, like the way the fans reacted, I feel like they deserve a home playoff game. Even if they're down two zip and, you know, Houston's about to sweep them and they lose seven two. just like for the pregame, when they cut to the crowd before the first pitch is thrown, crowd will be going nuts. They'll probably be waving some sort of towel. Um, so I am. I'm going to go with Seattle in three. I think I'm going to. I think they can win with behind Castillo in one. I do not like Robbie Ray in game two. If you're if, if they lose game one, I don't want to call it a must win, but it, you know if they lose game one and they're sitting there with Robbie Ray in game two, that that has like you know Springer leadoff dinger written all over it, eight two final, and it's a you know quick in and out for the Mariners. Uh, but I think they could. I think they could. I think they could scratch out game one and then. I believe Gilbert is pitching game three. I have no idea who the Blue Jays are pitching in two and three. I assume Gossman will be involved. Maybe Barrios. Gossman, I'll never understand. I always associate him with being an Oriole. And Barrios, I don't really love. It feels like the Yankees always knock it. It feels like he's just, he's, I remember when he was a twin and he was rumored to go to the Yankees and I was just like, nah, we don't, we don't need Jose Barrios. And we're a team that's always in the market for a pitcher or two. Um, and the Blue Jays team looks scary on paper. You know, obviously the offensive guys, Vlad and Bichette and all those guys. Springer, who I think is going to take them as far as they're going to go. He's going to be the veteran presence. But man, last week when they played the Yanks, they looked like a dumb team. Just stupid. Vlad just pimping, like doing his Josh Donaldson impression. Just pimping, you know, ran- random, like should-, should be doubles getting thrown out by 10 feet. Bichette coming off the bag there. Uh, and then Bichette's very shaky at shortstop, too. I'd be, I don't know, I, I'm a little worried about Toronto, but they are a team that can kind of just turn it on. Uh, but I'm, I, I don't know, I'm going to take Seattle here. I'm going to take Seattle. Uh, yeah, Seattle in three. I, I, like, I kind of like Logan Gilbert in, in that game. If they can get there, Robbie Ray down 1-0, don't love. Don't love. Need Castillo in game one. And uh, last but not least, Mets pods. So a little controversy here. I was making some notes at work today, and I just wrote down, I saw Scherzer Darvis game one. And the Padres didn't have their pitchers listed, so I was like, whatever. It's probably going to be like Musgrove, Snell in there somewhere. And I wrote down just DeGrom game two, Bassett game three, thinking, you know, that's that's what you do. Your your Scherzer's your money guy, right? It's what you brought him here for. Playoff pedigree, all that. DeGrom's your second best pitcher. Apparently, there's rumors that DeGrom, they might hold him back or something, which I think would be, I mean, a big mistake. You can't be planning for the Dodgers. You throw your best guys. That's crazy. Buck, I mean, come on. What are you going to do? You're going to pitch Bassett game two and then go uh, Tywon Walker in a do or die game? Come on. Uh, so, I, I mean, I'm... I, I keep saying on paper, which, what does that get you? Uh, the Mets, 
I know the Padres have had success against them, but the Mets, I think, should sweep here. But knowing what I know about the Mets and, you know, the tortured fan base, all those things, I'm going to pick them to win. I'm going to go in three, though. Um, something tells me they won't make it easy. I don't know if it's Scherzer, you know, getting hit over a little bit. I don't know if it's DeGrom, if they do go to him in game two. You know, I know Joe Beningo going nuts. He's yelling and screaming about DeGrom. Let him go to Atlanta. <laughs> uh, but I just feel like we're heading towards game three, Sunday night. Head-to-head with Bengals-Ravens. Two markets that don't have to worry about playoff baseball. Uh, I just feel like we're heading there. ESPN game, probably. I think we're going to get Mets-Padres game three. I'm going to stick with the Mets, though. I mean, I, the obvious thing with the Mets is just the, the pitching. Scherzer, DeGrom, give them a huge, a huge advantage in this format. Um, not using Jake would be crazy. And you're, it's not a fireable offense because Buck has turned this whole franchise around, like the whole feel. But it would be one of those just organizational, just over, very Yankee-esque, but very something the Yankees would do. Um, you got you gotta you gotta crawl before you can walk. You gotta get to the Dodgers. You can't be thinking about oh we want the ground for no. You gotta get there. Um, couple concerns I would have about the Mets, the bridge to uh, Edwin. You know I need six seven innings out of out of my starters from the Mets because Yankees fans have seen it without Avino. You've seen it. It's not pretty. You know what's going to happen in a big spot. And then you have, who is it, Trevor May in the pen. You know, Jolie Rodriguez, is that guy going to be on the playoff roster? I mean, who else do they have? Blanking out here. I mean, yeah, you don't, you don't, you want, you want six or seven out of Max. And you want, you want Edmund, you know, you want him to get the Mo treatment. You want him, he's had a big year. You know, you want him going two innings. You got it, especially in this round when all the, ga- the games are so important and you don't have a lot of margin for error. Um, other concern I would have with the Mets is, you know, they didn't hit much in, in Atlanta over the weekend, especially in the clutch. They, I think they actually out-hit Atlanta. But, you know, they really, they scored, you know, they didn't score a ton of runs. Uh, and then they come home and they play Washington, who I know stinks, but it seems like when the pressure was off, you know, they stopped gripping the bats so tight. I worry about a few of those guys, you know. It's strange because the pitchers, you know, Scherzer and DeGrom specifically, they have a lot of postseason history. And they even have some success. The offense, you know, other than Lindor, and I don't love Lindor. I've never looked at him as a big game guy. He gets paid like he's supposed to be the big game guy, but he's not. You know, you look at the offense. The offense doesn't have a whole lot of experience. You know, Alonzo, McNeil, who I love. McNeil's great. You, you got to love McNeil if you're a Mets fan. But, you know, Nimmo and Vogel back. They probably could have used I, – I said at the time they should have went out and got J.D. Martinez, who didn't have a great year, but you could have, you know, you could have uh, bought low on him. Who else? Mark Canna, who, I mean, he might have postseason experience with Oakland, but that doesn't really, that doesn't count. That's like saying, it's like the guys who just got drafted in the NBA saying they have postseason experience because they played in, uh, you know, Boise in a first-round March Madness game. It's Oakland. doesn't count. Um, 
So, and I also, oh, on the Padres, quick. I don't love Darvish in, uh, in uh, you know, I, 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 my memory, I just think of Darvish 2017 getting bombed by the Astros. Game seven, Springer, who, Altuve, I don't know. The guy it was batting practice. I don't know if he was tipping his pitches. But, and I know Darvish has success against the Mets, but it's October. It's, it's just different. It's just a different feel. Um, so, uh, oh, I have, I have Lotto's picks. Hang on. I probably should have been giving those out as I, as I went. Uh, he didn't give me a uh, number of games, but we're in agreement on three out of the four. He likes Tampa. He's on Tampa. He's on the Mariners, and he's on the Mets. The only place we disagree is he's on the uh, Phillies. He's a big Zach Wheeler guy. Um, and to recap, I have Rays in three, uh, Cards in two, Mariners in three, Mets in three. Probably a mistake taking three series to go the distance. It's more like wishful thinking. Like, give me, I want the theater. You know, I want the theatrics. I want, uh, I want a full slate of NFL football and a bunch of do or die baseball games stacked. Um, and uh, if you're looking for a Friday parlay, I think I, 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 like, I like Tampa. A lot in that first game. They're dogs. I would parlay them with the Mets. And then if you're looking for a third, you may be able to get the Cardinals as a short as a short dog or a short favorite. Because the pitching matchup kind of favors Philly. I would lay off Jay's Mariners. I don't know. Maybe, maybe take a chance with, chance with the Mariners. You got Castillo. You know. Uh, and then the football game tonight, I have no idea. I guess Broncos, but I don't know. Uh, all right. Wow, 20, this is way too long. This is way too long of a podcast. Uh, you do not want to hear one person talk for this long. So I'm out of here. Sunday poor will be back. Uh, we'll drop a NFL Week 5 uh, picks on Friday night. Until then, peace.